Welcome to Connect Canyons, a podcast sponsored by Canyon School District. This is a show about what we teach, how we teach, and why. We get up close and personal with some of the people who make our schools great. Students, teachers, principals, parents, and more. We meet national experts, too. Learning is about making connections. So connect with us. A week ago, Morocco was shaken by a 6.8 magnitude earthquake. It's the largest earthquake the country has seen in more than 100 years. Roughly 300,000 people have been impacted. To put that into perspective, there are more than 220,000 people living within the canyon's district boundaries. We know nearly 3,000 people have died. Another 2,500 have been injured. Today, I'm joined by Andrew Edel with the Board of Education. He's joining us today on Connect Canyons. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm excited to be on this program. Happy to. Now, you have been to Morocco a number of times in the last couple of months, uh, partly in your capacity with the as a member of the Air Nas- Utah Air National Guard. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, yeah, I've, so I've had an opportunity to travel there uh, over the last year and a half on several occasions and work with Morocco's civil protection and the Royal Armed Forces of Morocco. So set the scene for us. Tell us a little bit about the country, what it what it's like there and what you saw while you were there. So Morocco is uh, an Islamic kingdom uh, ruled by a king, but it is one of the most friendly countries that you will ever be able to visit. Uh, so it's in northern Africa and uh, rich history with uh, the indigenous people, and uh, the Arabs and just a wonderful merging of the different cultures over the last uh, several thousand years in the country. Uh, I've been few places where I felt as welcomed um, uh, as I have when I visited Morocco. I just absolutely love visiting the country and interacting with the people. They're just an amazing group of people there. So it sounds like they have a, a strong sense of community, camaraderie, What's you know what's a a catastrophic event like this? How's that going to impact them as a people? They do have a really strong sense of community. They have a lot of pride in their ability to do things. Uh, they've they've come a long way uh, in terms of modernizing their infrastructure, modernizing their response capabilities, and modernizing their healthcare. They're very proud of the different accomplishments that they've made, uh, and. When this happened, of course, um, anyone who's been there, you know, our hearts just feel uh, for our friends and our partners in Morocco. But one of the things that I never worried about would be their ability to respond, their ability to come together, and their ability to take care of each other. And we've seen that response over the last couple of days as people have come together trying to help their neighbors, trying to, uh, you know, the search and rescue efforts, trying to rebuild. Uh, tell us. While you were there, you were on a humanitarian mission. What kind of work were you doing? So on our humanitarian mission there, we were working with the Royal Armed Forces of Morocco, and we set up a hospital in conjunction with them. And so uh, for two weeks, we provided health care to a rural area in Morocco. And we actually do this every year, the Utah National Guard as a whole does. Um, So with both the Utah Army National Guard and the Utah Air National Guard, every year we work with our partners uh, in Morocco to set up 
this uh, hospital and to provide health care to anyone in the region who comes. And it's a variety of services, whether it's uh, they feel sick or they need some minor surgery or they want their eyes looked at. There's just so many different services that are provided. Uh, and it's a wonderful opportunity to not only work with our counterparts in Morocco, but also with the amazing people who live there. And the Utah National Guard has, is a state partner with Morocco, and so we have a number of engagements. We've been state partners now for 20 years, uh, and it's been a, a long-standing relationship, uh, the strongest state partner relationship on the continent of Africa. And we've had so many wonderful opportunities to work with them, to get to know them, uh, to help train them. In the past, we've worked with them on several programs specifically for disaster response. Uh, and it's been, it's been a rewarding partnership for both sides. You know, when I say partnership, that's really what it is. Uh, we gain so much. Uh, out of being able to interact with them, being able to learn from them, being able to work in a different type of environment. Uh, and it's reciprocal, right? We're able to share some of our best practices and some of the things that we've learned here as well with them. I can only imagine those facilities and trainings and things are certainly coming in handy right now as they're trying to regroup and rebuild after this earthquake. Tell me, have you heard from any of the people that you've met and, and you know, built this partnership with that live in Morocco? I have heard. So those who I keep in contact with uh, did indicate that they're safe. And then some of my other colleagues have also reached out uh, to their uh, their friends that they've made in Morocco as well to make sure that they're safe as well. And fortunately, uh, they've all been safe as well, uh, you know, with the devastating loss. Um, obviously, everyone has that spike of panic. Sure. Um, but we are lucky that uh, our friends and colleagues in Morocco that we keep in touch with have all reported that they are safe. That's really great to hear. I imagine it's still impacting them. Uh, the area in particular that was hit by this earthquake, that particular region has a number of historical sites. I can only imagine uh, it will have quite a long-lasting impact on them culturally. Absolutely, it's going to have an impact. So one of the major areas that was hit was Marrakesh. Uh, Marrakesh is an absolutely beautiful city, um, but the impact isn't the end. Uh, they will rebuild. Uh, the Moroccans are a resilient people. Uh, they'll rebuild, they'll repair, they'll press forward. Uh, Morocco has been hit hard within the last few years. Uh, tourism was hit hard, obviously, by the pandemic. Uh, and then uh, a major earthquake is certainly to disrupt their tourism industry, which, which I feel for them uh, in that area, um, especially uh, as they look to recover and to rebuild their businesses. Uh, it'll, it'll certainly be uh, a struggle as they work to uh, rebuild the tourism industry in that area. We can only hope that, you know, people will continue to want to go over there and want to help and want to uh, help, especially in tourism is such a strong point with so many countries, right, in terms of Absolutely. livelihood. And Morocco is a delightful place to visit. It's a safe place to visit. Um, and I love uh, every, every time I've had an opportunity to, to visit with them, uh, to go shopping uh, in their markets, as they call them, the souks. Uh, it is a wonderful country with uh, very welcoming people. 
Now, we know some countries are currently in Morocco helping with recovery efforts. However, the country has denied help from some countries, including the U.S. What are some ways that people can help? We know, especially here in Utah and especially in the Canyons District, we have such a culture of wanting to help one another. What would you recommend? Absolutely. So reach out to reputable, reputable organizations that are uh, providing assistance, such as uh, the International Federation of the Red Cross and the Red, uh, Red Crescent, um, Doctors Without Borders. There's so many wonderful international organizations uh, that are great to uh, provide donations to that can help with that. Um, I do want to say, so even though we, we aren't seeing a major response from the United States going into Morocco to provide assistance, um, we still have specialized teams that we've sent from the United States to assist in Morocco. Uh, and again, the, the Moroccans are a very capable people, and with our partnership now that's lasted over 20 years, uh, I know from my perspective in working with the Moroccos, I Moroccans, I've had no doubt in their ability uh, to respond to this, and especially as we've uh, trained together to respond to incidents exactly like this. Uh, they are a very, uh, they have a very capable country and a very uh, capable uh, civil force and military force that is working hand in hand. You know, we, uh, our thoughts are with them and we can only hope that uh, recovery starts quickly and you know, we know it's going to take months if not years, but uh, we hope that uh, things work out for them in the end. Uh, Mr. Edel, I want to thank you for joining us today on Connect Canyons. We appreciate your insight. It's been uh, very educational on a country that's so far away from us, yet so close to us in terms of, of partnerships. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me today. And if you'd like to hear any uh, topics you'd like to have us discuss here on Connect Canyons, just send in an email to csdcommunications at canyonsdistrict.org. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Connect Canyons. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Canyons District, or on our website, canyonsdistrict.org.